Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On this episode of the Pantellas Podcast. You like how I did that? It was a, it was a trailer to something. It's not. Thank you for listening, uh, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, downloading this podcast. Maybe you're on iTunes. Maybe you're on Google Play, uh, Stitcher, uh, Laughable. There's all kinds of options out there for you if you're enjoying these podcasts. Uh, thanks for the listen. And if you can, go ahead and like uh, like this podcast on wherever the hell you're listening. Comment. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you're getting it from. Share it with your friends. That's pretty much all that we ask for. Um, this podcast is always going to be free. You can also find it on YouTube in video form, uh, the Pantelis Podcast. It's on Pantelis Comedy. And like I said, it's always going to be free. All you need to do is share with your friends, like it if you want to support. If you don't, not much I can do about it. You can just listen on your own and don't tell people about it. It'll be your dirty little secret. There's a lot of content on the uh, YouTube channel. Go to uh, Pantelis Comedy on YouTube. You get this podcast on there in video format, which is uh, pretty fun to watch. But there's also This Just Thing, the most hated name in news. Uh, not your grandfather's news, not your grandmother's news, not even your aunt's news. Probably not even your brother's news. This is news for today, all right, where we cut through the bullshit and do very little research and yet still come out on top over the main news competitors out there. Um, but now for this episode, I had Paul Bluyet in. We had a pretty long weekend together, uh, road gigs, we're tired, and still we mustered up the strength to record a podcast, a little subdued. Right, a little low energy in comparison to the other stuff we do, uh, given you know the level of fatigue we were battling. Uh, but nonetheless, fun episode. We talk about some conspiracy theories. We talk about movies, uh, comic book movies. Um, talk about traffic and fighting people. All kinds of fun stuff. So please enjoy Paul Beluyet on the Pantelis Podcast, episode thirty, fucking three. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and PantelisComedy.com. It's the Pantelis Podcast. Well, I think we did all our talking before the before the podcast. Oh, did this start already? Now it started. Okay. This is it. This is it. It's done. <laughs> Starting and finishing. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this is the new studio. How do you like it? Yo, it looks good, man. All, it, all we're missing is a 12-foot picture of Pantelis. <laughs> Well, now that you said that, <laughs> I can't, what a weird mistake to do. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it, really, because it it's creeps me out. They told me to put it in the office here, but I can't. I don't want to look at my cartoon face. It's bigger than me. We put it next to myself. The head, everything is bigger than it's. It's just weird. It's Stalin-esque. This is what the Third Reich used to have, like propaganda photos like that. I can't have that around. You should have it around. Maybe it'll boost morale around here. You know, not in the podcast studio. Maybe in the actual studio, like where we film other stuff. Maybe, okay. but in here, like you're doing a podcast with me, and then you're staring at me behind me. How fucking weird would that be? I'm weirded out just thinking about it. So no, but I'm gonna figure. What have you been up to? I haven't seen you in a couple of days. Yeah, I guess it has been a couple of days. Um, not much. Just getting caught in some sweet old Montreal traffic. Oh yeah, last, accident. Huh? Last second accident. Yeah, accidents, man. Because right now people can't fuck around on the uh, on the roads, man. But they do. The, it's so strange. Every winter, 
It's like they forget that it snow is slippery. Yeah. Any sort of break in the consistency. So like today was a warmer day. So I feel like people probably the people driving BMWs and shit were just started driving like assholes. Overconfident. They're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, it's fucking nice out. Let's go. Let's change lanes without any fucking turning signals. And they're stuff, pretending you know? it's summer. It's yeah, February. Yeah, it's middle of February, man. Get it together. I don't. I don't know about this. Uh, this city drivers. I almost got in an accident coming here because somebody didn't stop at the stop sign. Mm-hmm. And then as I was going, it was my turn. He just sped through. I honked at him. He stopped the car and he was yelling. Oh, what the fuck! He was yelling. I was the one who committed it. I was just shocked. I was like, oh, this guy fucking insane. Like, this is why there's a problem here. They just do don't you, know. Do you, are you a one one honk person? Or are you like, meep, meep? Or is it like, meep? Do you lean on the horn? Uh, no, I don't lean on the horn unless I have to, like, unless somebody's not moving for a while. Yeah. Normally what I do is, I just, I just tap it so I can let, let him know. Yeah. I guess it depends on the infraction. That's a good question. I think the bigger the infraction, the more mad I am, the longer I'll hold the it. The longer you hold it. You know? Yeah, exactly. But I won't do the because eh, it bothers me. Yeah. I'll only do that if I've been hawking for a while. It's somebody who's just stopped for no reason blocking the road. It happens sometimes. But people think, why park where there's parked cars? I'll just park right in the middle of fucking one way. And then I'll hold it until they come out and move their car. But it's rare. It's rare. Normally, I don't yeah. run into that. I, I learned because I had a car without a horn for a while that happened to me last week yeah oh the horn died out yeah i brought it to canadian tire because i didn't know what was wrong with it they said that there was some corrosion okay and they cleaned it up and now it works okay but it was just that day it was remember the day when i was coming with you we're going to uh, ontario yeah i almost got into an accident because the lady started cutting into my lane just now i own this lane apparently and uh i couldn't honk she almost hit me she noticed me last second and she started to like panic in her car like she was yeah. trying to apologize from the window i was like i was just shaking my head because there's nothing i could do i can't pull the finger it's, it's an older lady yeah. but i was just like this but at the same time, like, really, what is there you could do? There's some really bad people who have really bad uh, tempers in mm. traffic and should not be out in traffic. And I've been guilty of that at times where I was like, wait a second. What the, well, what's, what's my end game here, you know? Yeah. You, I kind of catch myself, like, what am I doing? I've been there, too, where uh, I regret it and I feel bad. I'm like, oh, I can't believe how, <laughs> how much of a maniac I am on the road. It's weird, right? The second you get behind the wheel of a car, yeah. you're... You're the biggest piece of shit you've ever met in your life. Yeah. It's like it's like owning a gun almost, you know? Like, Is that what happens when you own a gun? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just start, <laughs> start, start like, you know, that overconfidence <laughs> just comes out. It's crazy though, man. I'm, I'm scared for my life sometimes. Remember that dirty drive back from Ontario? That was Oh, that was scary, yeah, because there, there wasn't much we could do. It was the middle of the night. Uh, there's no lights for some reason coming no. back into this this province. Um, and there was those snow plows. You try to cut around them, but there's these turns. Some people don't have their high beams on. Some people do. Some people keep their high beams on when they're coming right at you, so you can't see the turn coming because they're blinding yeah. you. It's uh, or it's they have their dangerous. high beams on and they're behind you, so and then you can't. Yeah, see, oh, so you it's can't such see a nobody yeah. knows how to properly drive. You have. I think people need to learn that driving isn't about them. You have to drive for other people because the, as, as good of a driver you'll be. It's a community thing. Yeah, exactly. You have to respect that other people can at any point just like drop a water bottle and then run you over, you know? Fuck. <laughs> that's true, though. That, yeah. That's how that's how it happens. Like us, when we were driving back, we, we were safe because uh, we kept stopping you and saying, who cares if we're a little late? Yeah. Because that, that you get tensed up when you're behind a car that's going, what, 15 miles an hour yeah. or 10 miles an hour, and you just want to go around them, Yeah, right? It gets difficult. Like, we wanted to get home. It was a four-hour trek to get there, four hours to come back. It was an eight to 10-hour. It was a 10-hour drive altogether. Yeah, I think. yeah that's uh, ro- being a road comic. That's what doing stand-up on the road is about, man. And it was a weird venue, too. It was, uh, <laughs> 
Chalk Chalk River? Are we yeah. uh, Chalk River, Ontario? We're Chalk there? River, Ontario. Yeah. With a population, I think they have a population of like eleven hundred. Oh, okay. So like what? A third of the people were one, at the one show. One third of the population were at the show, and uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the most unruly audience I've seen in a long time. Yeah, they weren't. You'd think that they'd be happy. Yeah, I think they weren't happy as soon as they're like, "Wait a second, what is it with these ethnic guys?" <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was definitely. You walk in and you get a, "We don't like your kind around here." Yeah. But but they ended up being nice. Yeah, they ended up. I mean, ninety percent of them were nice. It's just that during the show, they were very unruly. Yeah, you you took. Uh, thank God you were hosting. Yeah, I really ate. I really ate the brunt of it. But I I knew I knew I was like I'm not I'm not letting them get away with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait it out. You know, like I'm not bringing your headliner until you <laughs> shut the fuck up. But that shout out to that lady who was who told everyone to shut the fuck up. Yeah, she came on stage to help out because there were yeah. some people even when I was on stage there were some people that were so into it that every time somebody started or yeah, I mean you could see they would turn around frustrated like yeah. stop I'm listening. Yeah, you know, but it was hard for them to to focus. And uh, it, w- it was funny to see jokes kind of perform differently than, than they normally would. Like they would get a different result. Like the whole race thing, that was, that was impeccable. Because I have that joke where the first line, when you hear it, you assume that it's racist, right? Until mm-hmm. you hear the second line, you're like, oh, he's not a racist. He's fucking with us, right? Yeah. They heard the first line and they're like, they started clapping and whistling. Like, yeah, he's on board. So when I fed the second line, it just got silent. Like, oh shit, no, he's not one of us. <laughs> oh, and it was so funny because I've never had that happen. Yeah. Such a weird, so I, it made me laugh on stage. I was like, that is the weirdest reaction I ever got. Like, yeah. And they're like, wait, he's not racist. Uh-oh. Yeah, they had Uh-oh. to backtrack. We're ex- we've been exposed. Yeah. They like, you see all these guys like pop out with their hoods on. Yeah. But it was uh, <laughs> it was interesting. It, it builds character. Those those gigs normally they build character. Like uh, yeah, no, absolutely. If you if I were to do a gig like that without the experience that I had, I would have. Oh, I, I don't know how. I would, yeah, you're right. If I was like uh, if this was like my first like six months in, <laughs> like a year or two into comedy, and I would have walked off the stage at one point. I yeah. guess. But I, I think, toughed it out. Yeah, yeah. That's what, I think that's what you learn too. You're like, ah, I'm gonna tough it out. I'm gonna get paid. All I have to do is tough it out. Yeah, exactly. That's it. If you walk off stage and you haven't done your job. Yeah. Do your time. If they don't want to, if they don't want to listen, and you perform, you feel like you're doing the best that you can do. Yeah. So they hired you. You're doing it. That's yeah. it. If the if it's if it's you though, if you go and you're off, you're not hitting the notes, this and that. Then yeah, it's not their fault. But in this case, it was definitely their fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like. Uh, but the uh, ones that were into it were into it. They liked it. Yeah, they're they're really into it. There's a huge. I'd say a third of them were very into it. And a third of them did not know what the fuck is going on in the world in general. So yeah. they're just, they just don't know how to act. And it's probably one of their first times out. <laughs> an airplane? What the hell is an airplane? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> but I had like a moment. I remember when I was up there, uh, I, I just thought of, um, oh, what the hell is his name? Bernie Mac. You ever see that Bernie Mac? Well, he's like, set? I don't give a shit about like, you motherfuckers. Like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That one, I always think about that whenever I feel like there's an unruly audience of people. Or I think of Bill Burr. Uh, I, like Philadelphia. Yeah, the Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, of course. Those are the two that I always like think in my head like, oh, shit, it's one of those moments, you know? Yeah, and it, you embrace it. Yeah, but then, you know, as a comic, you survive and then you're stronger, I feel like. Afterwards. Yeah, because nothing really happens. It's just in the beginning when you first start doing comedy, you just don't know how you, you act like, oh, my God, everything is over. Uh, so they're not all on board. But yeah. In reality, they're never really always all on board. It's just that normally they outweigh the ones that aren't on board, so you don't notice. Yeah. But there's no way that 100% of the audience 
is with you on every single joke. It's not possible. Because there, you know, how long how long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, six years. Six years. And how many shows do you think you've amassed in that six year? Oh fuck, I don't know a lot. Yeah, like you know, could be like hundreds or yeah. thousands of shows. Do you think that those people in that audience have as much uh, audience experience as, as you have stage experience? That's a very good fucking point. No. no. So they don't know what, how to act, and you know how to act. So if you're confident up there, they'll be confident that it'll go somewhere. They're not good. being an audience two times a night <laughs> yeah, exactly. over the course of a weekend. Yeah. Pretending like they're an audience. This is what I did last week. That's you know? so strange. Yeah. And they're, you know, think of it in a different perspective. Yeah, knows? some people don't know because of Netflix and shit. Yeah, exactly. You've been watching all of Netflix? I have. I have been watching a lot of Netflix. I want to know what you're watching. I'm staying away from a lot of the stand-up. Uh, yeah? Yeah. There's certain stand-up. I avo- you know what I do? If I have a show, I don't watch stand-up because I don't want it to influence my, my train of thought, yeah. my jokes. That's fair. Um, but sometimes if I, if I'm, if I really want to laugh, I go back to stuff I've already seen that made me laugh. Like I could watch Bill Burr or Tom Segura or Jerry Seinfeld specials. I could mm-hmm. rewatch them over and over again. Chappelle too, same thing. Chappelle, yeah. Chappelle, yeah. I, I used to like listen to his uh, "Killing Him Softly." Because mine, for that. those guys, it's not about the jokes; it's about the stage presence. Uh, it's it's about their comfort level and it's their openness. You know, when they they stop for a bit and they start talking about serious subjects that have affected them or things. Like, same thing with Anthony Jeselnik when he talks about the whole Comedy Central uh, shark thing that happened with the New Zealanders. Um, I like that. I like those stops and just seeing the real them. So I could rewatch those. I could rewatch mm-hmm. those. But it's not everybody. There is very rare. There's other comics that come up with specials. I'm not even interested in the fucking trailer. Yeah. Too much comedy. We're always doing comedy. Exactly. I I feel also that like Netflix is a lot of sophomore albums, you know, like yep. they're you know, where they've already talked about themselves enough and after they're like, where else are we gonna dig, you know, mine for gold. So I feel like that's the difference between the stand up that I always watch and I guess what's coming out on Netflix. There's a lot on Netflix. Everything's there. Yeah. But even like from different countries and different languages. They have Bollywood movies. Yeah. I saw this one comedian, actually. I think an Indian one. There's a trailer on. I just saw the trailer. And I was like, wow, this guy's open mic level. Uh, Montreal open mic level. And he's fucking, he has a Netflix special. Yeah. I'm going to India. <laughs> you should, man. Uh, I think you'd be huge in India, bigger than your poster. Bigger than my poster, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's too much. It's saturated. I like watching the greats. Yeah. 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 Well, that's. I guess that's what's happening in comedy right now. But there's shows too on Netflix that I get stuck on. Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched. I binge watched for the month of January. I watched all of New Girl. Really? That's. I wasn't expecting that shit to come out of your mouth, but go on. Yeah, I, I really like that show. <laughs> yeah, is that good? Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with me. Don't make me no, get I'm into not. some... I'm not, I'm not. You know, like, classic, like, sitcom style, you know, a bunch of people living in a house together, and they're stuck together, and they got to make it work. Like Friends? Yeah, exactly. You know, same type of shit as Friends. So it's along the same lines that, or like, How I Met Your Mother, you know? I watch just tons of shit on Netflix. I'm always like, whenever I'm working, I'm putting that on in the background, so... I've been wa- I, I checked out Peaky Blinders. Yeah? yeah, and it's a good show. How far into it are you? I saw the first season. Okay, and a bit of the second season, and then I think I then I left. I think that's what, right before I went to Houston, and then I forgot about it when I came back. That's what happens. You ever start a show, then you leave and you forget about it. Yeah. So I started that, and um, I'm trying to start 
his new show, Altered Carbon or something. Yeah, everyone's carbon. telling me about that show. That's the know. like hot shit that everyone's like, yo, check it out. I will. I mean, I tried to watch it. I saw 10 minutes and then I stopped. I was really tired. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into it tonight. I had a very long day editing in here all day. Fuck. So I don't know if I'm going to get around to it. But I want to get into it. There's another show. Uh, there's that movie, the the Cloverfield movie that came out that they announced. Yeah, I saw World. that. I watched the first 20 minutes. Fucking garbage. <laughs> Fucking garbage. I didn't like Cloverfield. I, that's the thing. I didn't like Cloverfield either. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I was just like, okay, it's here. Like, I lost interest. I saw the second Cloverfield mm-hmm. that they called the second Clo- I don't know how it's fucking related with John Goodman. Uh, right before, just so I could get prepped for it, I was like, man, I don't really like this that much either. Like, it's not that special. And then 20 minutes of the third one, I was like, okay, I wasted my life. Fuck this shit. Never again, Cloverfield. We're done. You know? So never, I'm never falling for another Cloverfield fucking trap again. I want to watch Black Panther, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch Black Panther. It's getting very good reviews. Yeah, but there's also there's a lot of race baiting going on, too. Yeah. They keep saying, uh, we can't give it bad reviews because he's a black superhero. It would be racist if you do. And one guy gave a bad review, and everybody started shitting on him. It's cause, Just say it's because he's black and you don't like it. Like that's not maybe it's not a good movie. Like I want to watch it. I'll, I'll give it. I love the Marvel movies and I think I'm gonna like it. But I'll be honest, if the movie's shit, I'm gonna say it's shit. Yeah. You know, if it's good, I'm gonna say it's good. Um, and he's not the first black superhero. I don't know why they're saying that. I, poor Wesley Snipes. He's like, what about Blade? You know. I think Wesley Snipes tried to do um, Black Panther in the '80s or '90s. Oh, really? That's what I read. Yeah, he was trying to do it, and then it fell through. And then he did Blade. Blade was good though. Yeah, I think he made a good Blade. He did. I can't yeah. Im- imagine Blade with somebody else. Well, he's like a maybe. There's the the guy who played Spawn. Ah, uh, he could have done it. He's also like you know martial artist, black guy. Spawn was probably the first black superhero. Spawn on, was on, really on good, unless you count Shaft. I don't know if Shaft is a real superhero. not a superhero, but yeah, Shaft was still a main. Nah. But I'm just saying that it happened before. I don't like this thing they're trying to play with people. <laughs> you know, that's ah, it's your time now. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Is who took the time away? It's been everybody's time for a while. If it's a good fucking hero. Yeah. No, uh, but that, that's it too. It's like that universe is just expanding and expanding. And now now I think that they're doing um, Tom Hardy's playing... Venom. Venom, which I don't like. Uh, I like Tom Hardy a lot. Me too. I me also too. like Venom a lot. Yeah. I don't know about this. I saw the teaser. Yeah, me too. It didn't it tell me anything. It didn't tell me anything. Same way I felt. It didn't tell me anything. It told me some stuff I didn't like. Like when I saw him driving the motorcycle and the, the car's blowing up behind him for no reason. I was kind of like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah. Is this just going to be a mindless experiment? And I was like, where's Venom? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, It's great. Yeah, let's see Tom Hardy lying down in what might be a hospital or some shit. But like, Where's the symbiote? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. And is Carnage in it? Is it going to go super hardcore? See, they know. had no... I think that they gave away nothing. That might be a good l- thing, though. super empty. <laughs> I was like, hey, what the hell? That's the only problem is that it didn't tell me anything at all. If, if you could have just showed me something and not give away the plot points, mm-hmm. I, I would have been happy because I didn't like how... Remember Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Gave away all the plot points before. We saw it all, We saw the entire movie in the trailer. And then when I went to watch it, I was like, holy fuck, this is just a trailer. Yeah, you, you were better off just watching the trailer. It was a hot, lot less confusing than the it's actual movie. Fucking, you're 100% <laughs> right. So I didn't want that to happen again. I hate it when movies give away too much. Yeah. So I was... Um, when I saw the tra- I saw the teaser or whatever, uh, I saw it right after I saw the Deadpool teaser. Okay. I enjoyed the Deadpool teaser. I feel like he's breaking the fourth wall a bit too much. With uh, did yeah. you did you watch it? No, I didn't watch that because he was talking it. about like because uh, you know Cable's arm is um, metallic or whatever. Yeah. So it was all green 
it was oh this is the green screen effect the green screen hasn't been put on yet and I, it's like don't don't overdo it don't because yeah. then the whole movie people are going to be thinking oh that's not real that's not real yeah you know what i mean this is an actor don't i don't like it when they go too much and they take you out of the the element you know out of the the disbelief you suspend disbelief yeah so let me suspend disbelief for a bit you know yeah it'd be a good idea Ryan Reynolds, he always, he's been playing Deadpool for years. He's been the same fucking character in every movie he's ever played. Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds in everything that he plays. Yeah, <laughs> I but I like his Deadpool. I, I think it's a good Deadpool. I can't see yeah. it with anybody else. Like Van Wilder, Deadpool, same it's guy. Same fucking guy, yeah. Yeah, same dude. It's like Van Wilder left and became, uh, went to the military. Yeah. Almost got killed. Yeah. One thing about the Venom movie I want to say is, I don't know, they're not saying if Spider-Man's involved in it. But how can you not have Spider-Man in, the in a Venom? Venom. In a Venom. I mean, the whole costume is based off the fact that first it affected Spider-Man. Exactly. And it took the spider type of uh, yeah, and that theme. shitty, like, Tobey Maguire rendition of it, which is pretty shit. Do you that remember was, that? That was pretty... That was hot garbage. <laughs> that was so bad. I remember being so excited going to the movies. Yeah. And I knew within the first 10 minutes that it was going to be a bad movie. Do you remember that movie at all? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. So if you remember the 90s, for people who don't remember, uh, the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s was probably the best Spider-Man cartoon because um, it, it took some liberties when things mm-hmm. were too complicated to redo. But the stuff that it made original, like, okay, this is too complicated, so we have to put the story in a different place, made sense. For example, the way they introduced in the comic books the, the symbiote was through the Secret Wars. There was the Beyond. There was all these magic people. They went to another planet. Mm-hmm. This this suit stuck to Spider Man. The the symbiote he came back. It was his, it was as convoluted as fuck. So in the cartoon, what they did is, J Jonah Jameson's son was an astronaut. He was on the moon. Uh, they came back. They were flying back. The ship crashed in in Manhattan, and Spider Man went to help them. And they had brought back on a moon rock some uh, evidence or whatever that they mm-hmm. wanted to show all, look at what's growing there. And it was a symbiote on there and it attached to a suit and that's how he got it. Makes sense. And it looks like tar. It looks like shit. tar. Yeah, and yeah. it makes sense in the sense that he, the plane, uh, the plane, the spaceship crashed, the rocket crashed. They got it from space. He was in there to save them because they had crashed in the Hudson, I believe. Mm-hmm. So there's a story to it, right? It makes kind of some sense. And also they were, um, they introduced Jay Jonah's son as what he was doing. Yeah. Now, in, in Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, in the second movie, they showed that J. Jonah Jameson's son was an astronaut. So I was like, they're going to use the same thing? Perfect. It makes sense. They didn't, though. No, they didn't at in all. In the first few minutes of the movie, a rock just falls from space randomly next to Tobey Maguire on his fucking bicycle or whatever and attaches it to him. And that's no explaining nothing. It just landed there. So stupid. I was like, really? You couldn't spend an extra 10 minutes? figure out a fucking better plan it just lands next to him like it was planned like come on man but then you'd have to shoot like imagine how expensive it would be to just shoot the scenes of this guy that we really don't give a shit about and he's like in space and then they have to film like the crashing and all that stuff so take out all the sandman the sandman (laughs) wasn't strong in that movie yo sandman was terrible it was useless yeah and same thing with the goblin the new green goblin they try to cram too much shit into it and none of it worked I'd rather have one villain to deal with, but it's a good, strong villain, you know, like uh, how the Joker was uh, in Batman Returns or whatever. Yeah. Not Batman Returns, uh, the new one, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight, yeah. Um, that was Heath Ledger's, like that kind of stuff, like a, a strong villain that really goes well, complements the hero, mm-hmm. and enjoy. I don't, you don't need to have fucking 50 people. Uh, that's what DC fucks up on now. They look at Marvel and, and the universe is expanding so much that there's always new heroes that they think, oh, people just want to see a lot of heroes at once. But it took Marvel a fucking, what is it, 15 years to get to yeah. where they are now. And they're trying to do it in two or three. 
Yeah, they're really trying to speed up the process and do it all. At, yeah, and then I feel like they break it into different parts, and then they don't even talk about which part they're going to do. And yeah. then when they're putting together the movie, they're like, "Oh shit, we didn't really think this through." <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of plot holes and all this stuff, yeah. and I want to like it. Like, I I love comic books, I love comic book movies, but DC is making it increasingly difficult. Like, what's the last one they did? Justice League. Justice League. I didn't even watch it. So in the theaters, it wasn't the worst movie ever. There mm-hmm. was some fun to be had, but man, uh, what's his name? Superman. I forgot what his real name is in real life. Um, um, he, the whole movie, his face is CGI. Yeah, because of the like mustache or whatever. Yeah, because he, he signed a contract that he can't shave a mustache for another movie. And he, so he had a big bushy mustache. So you know how weird he looks? Like you could tell. Right away, I, know, I was like, man, is it me? Is it my head? Is it these 3D glasses? Like why does he look like that, right? And uh, I found out after because I thought I was going crazy. I was like, why would half his face be CGI? Like, I thought I was just seeing it differently. And I Googled it after. It's like, no, it was CGI because of the mustache. I was like, come on, you clowns. They should have just kept... Imagine Superman with a mustache. Yeah, that would have been cooler. But he was When he was uh, dead in the grave or whatever, he grew a stash. It makes sense. It does. Cause Let him know, grow the rest of it. Then there's... What can they cut it with? Do they cut it with conventional scissors? Would that work on Superman's face? But that's the thing. Like, right now, how does he... How, how does he keep a clean face like that? Is it kryptonite scissors? Superman's a pretty lazy comic book character that <laughs> they made up, you know? Like he, His facial hair, we've never discussed. We've discussed him having sex. Yeah. Like, how would it work? And there was the whole thing about probably only Wonder Woman could take his load, right? Because it was like a shotgun. But we never discussed facial hair. How can, does he just not grow facial hair, maybe? His regular hair, too. He does grow hair. Yeah, that's true. He yeah. could have... And, and when he came back and he was like that... Uh, in the 90s, they gave him a mullet, if you remember in the yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was mullet. And that's the that's the Superman that apparently Nicolas Cage was supposed to play. Oh, really? Nicolas yeah. Cage, I think he could get away with a mullet. He had, There was uh, some conceptual photos that they took. Nicolas Cage went in to try the costume. They yeah. had this cool car. I think it would have been uh, an interesting movie. Kevin Smith was attached to it. Okay, yeah, I remember uh, that. They made a documentary about it. Did they? So why didn't they make the movie? There was some problem. That I think the producers, everybody was fucking around. One of the producers, was he kept asking for Superman to fight like a big spider or something. Like he was obsessed with big spider and uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith was like, what are you doing? And then that guy went on to produce Wild Wild West, which had a big spider in it. Like he just wanted to see it's a like big finally. spider. <laughs> it's such a weird, it depends who you're going to deal with. Yeah. Spider-Man. No kidding. That's fucking Just a giant spider. But you, you're talking about Superman. There's so many cool villains. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Giant spider. Like that spider's not giant enough. You know? Yeah, that's that's his only problem. Is like bigger, <laughs> more legs, more legs, centipede, centipede style. A giant one. It's um, it's definitely a very difficult undertaking to take on something that people love so much because there's so much fandom. Like if me yeah. and you decide to create a a YouTube show about anything, we make it up from the ground up. Nobody's gonna get mad at us for continuity reasons and for you know keeping the canon because we're creating the canon. Yeah. But if we take something and adapt it. It could be a masterpiece, and mm-hmm. people will still be mad because everybody else's imagination, they thought about it growing up, uh, reading the books a different way. Mm-hmm. So the second you envision it, some, they're like, whoa, this isn't correct, you know? And, but, you know, you want to talk about people geeking out. That's like the geekiest of the geeks. Yeah. So they're going to really pay attention to all of the, like, little details and stuff, you know? I try not to, but sometimes it affects, you know something, you know? If they remade Pulp Fiction right now, yeah. I would know little things that might bother me that they yeah. took out because just I'm expecting it. To me, that's part of the universe. It might be important to me. But in reality, in that universe, it might not... If you ask Tarantino, he's like, no, you could alter this. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, you never know. Speaking of Tarantino, you heard about him and uh, Uma Thurman? I saw 
a headline, but then I didn't read into it. So on Kill Bill, I believe, there was a, a, a car crash. Mm-hmm. There was a scene they were going to film. She didn't want to do it. She thought it was dangerous. He spoke with the stunt people, reassured her it's going to be fine. She ended up crashing. Uh, she still suffers from some uh, like post-traumatic stress. Uh, I think some kind of concussion system uh, symptoms. And he apologized. Like he, he said, it's the worst mistake he's ever made. And uh, he leaked to her. He found the videotape, the behind the scenes of her crashing. Mm-hmm. Which, because she never talked about it, she was like never supposed to talk about it, or whatever. So he leaked to her, knowing that she was going to leak it out to the public and it was going to do him some damage. But he still felt like he should do it. So he leaks it to her. She puts it on Instagram. People start talking. And now they're talking about what kind of a monster Tarantino is. But I feel like him telling her to do the stunt isn't that much of He wouldn't have done it if he actually thought that she would crash. What's the point of doing the scene if your star is going to die yeah, the movie's over? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, it's, a little, it's a little exaggerated. But then I saw Judd Apatow quoted some guy and he tweeted... And they're talking about how look at the you know how bad Hollywood is. He spits on her face, chokes her, and puts her in the car, and then she drives. I saw the video behind the scenes. He didn't do that. He never spit on her, choked her, or whatever. And was he in Kill Bill? Did he do that in a scene of a movie? And they're talking about like they're mixing a movie scene and a real life situation. Because I, I saw the video. It just sh- I didn't it didn't show her getting choked or spit on or whatever the fuck. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know. Was he in Kill Bill? I don't remember. I don't I don't even know. I don't know what that is referenced to. Yeah, because when he wrote that, I was like, so I look and I asked. I said, "Hey, uh, where's this choke and spit?" I'm just curious. Nobody replied to me. Maybe it was at different points in the movie when people did that to her. But, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you can't. That's really out of context. That's really taking shit out of context. Yeah, like you get into an accident now, and they're like, "Yeah, last month Pantels called him a dirty Filipino, and then he gets to an accident with a stress." What are you? They're not related. What are you talking about? Completely related. Also. One was a movie, because if somebody spit and choked on her in the movie scene, yeah. it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not like he's like, hey, get ready for your scene, and then he does that, and people are horrified, and he's like, get out, you can do this. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking crazy, right? Yeah. How they're, But it's weird how the media, they just want this villain um, to chase. They, they're always chasing different villains, and they're mad at him also for something, because he's making a Polanski film. I heard he's making a bio on Polanski. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's talking, I don't know who's financing it, but he's talking about... Um, he was on Howard Stern a couple of years ago, and uh, they were talking about Polanski having sex with a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, and appara- I don't know who this. Th- I don't know the story. I don't know. I don't know the details of Polanski. Yeah, Polanski is the guy who um, Charles Manson murdered his family, right? Uh, ooh, I don't know about that. Tate, Sharon Tate, or whatever. Um, that sounds familiar, but I I'm think not that was sure. his girlfriend <laughs> or his wife. Okay, so they're related somehow. Uh, yeah, I th- and then Roman Polanski became that big fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, deal in Hollywood but initially I think he I, if I understand correctly I haven't looked into it in a while but I don't remember the whole story with Charles Manson it's been it's been quite a bit um, but essentially Polanski was having sex with a 13 year old yeah and what is he married to her now or it was just a thing no 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 the, that's something that happened and then he was supposed to go into a trial for it or be arrested here but he just stayed out of the country oh so yeah. he's never come back yeah I just think that he's not coming back. I think that I think that's what it is. If you're listening to this, you could go and Google. Yeah, it. Google. But but I know that on <laughs> Howard Stern, apparently, what uh, Tarantino said was something along the lines of, "It's not rape, even if she's 13. If if she was trying to have sex with him, like she wanted to have sex with him, mm-hmm. so it's not rape." He said this a long time ago, and now it's coming back and it's haunting him. Tarantino right? said that. Tarantino said that something, but I don't know the con. Again, I haven't heard the clip, so I don't know the context of it, like jokes or what have you. That's why I was curious to see if you knew about um, 
who that 13 year old was and what the story was and who is she now no and i have no idea me neither it's fucking it's strange hollywood right now yeah it's uh, everyone's afraid of everyone <laughs> i feel like everyone's just uneasy i feel like uh, collectively everything needs to it's like bubbling and it's got to burst soon and then everything needs to settle down a little bit so you mean the pendulum swing that they're talking about or redoing everything in hollywood you think it's gonna go back the way it was or we're looking at a new Hollywood. <sighs> like, what do you mean as far as, like, everyone's attitudes towards, yeah, like, the Me Too stuff? Exactly, and, and everyone's things. attitudes towards each other. Because right now, it's literally... Beca- like, every second day, like, I see people just turning on people on Twitter. Yeah, and it's fucked up, huh? Like, we're... Oh, oh, is that what you did? You said that she has a fat ass? Well, fuck you, you misogynistic... Now we're not friends. And it's people that were friends for years, and they're taking yeah. stuff out of context. So I was like, hey, it's... A little weird that everybody's just jumping on this bandwagon of you're all bad people, I'm the greatest. Yeah. And everybody who says that ends up being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like that's what I'm waiting for now, because like Judd Apatow is always coming out talking shit about everybody, like how they're the worst. And I'm like, holy fuck, man, what if we hear a scandal with Judd Apatow, how he sexually harassed somebody? Like, is anybody safe? You know what I mean? Like But everything comes everything's just this is the time when everything seems to be just coming around. Yeah. You know, so it's everyone's just uneasy and unsettled. And Hollywood for the last couple of years has been like Yo, let's just remake movies. Remember been this idea too. from before? I don't know if it's lazy so much as like people are like, we don't want to take any risks at all. So R- economic risks. Yeah, exactly. You know, like there's so much money involved in these things that people don't want to take the risks on like new ideas and stuff, you know? That's what fucks us over though. Yeah. Then we're bored as an audience. We're like, entertain us. And then instead of watching movies, we're on like Twitter yeah, we're, um, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of putting a movie on mm-hmm. and then missing the first 20 minutes because <laughs> I'm on my phone. Yeah, all the time. You think the people who filmed it were like, you know what? People really enjoy my movie in the background while they're texting all their friends, you know? It's such a weird <laughs> dynamic, though, that we have now with film. We don't pay attention. Yeah, but we're multitasking all the time. Yeah. You know, it's really... Uh, People can't just sit down and enjoy anything. I feel like an old person saying that. But it is accurate, though. I've noticed it with myself. I've noticed that I can't just sit. Uh, I pace. Yeah. And I always have to be doing something else. Why? Shit, Lord knows why. Uh, there's no reason. Like, yeah. uh, is it going to be a fucking epic tweet? Somebody's going to call me a bitch on Twitter. I need to know right now. It could wait an hour. You know what I mean? It could wait one hour. And then I'll be like, ah, thank you, sir. You know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be instant. But for some reason, I feel like I'm not connected I'm going to miss out on something important. Yeah. And I, that actually happened last night. I had my phone started vibrating, and I started to that we were trending in Australia, this just thing, because mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about the Greece-Macedonia uh, name dispute. Okay. And there's a lot of Greeks in Australia. So I don't know how somebody picked it up, started sharing it, started comments. So we started getting follows, shares. It, it had like 20 views when I went to bed, and it had like 1,800 when I woke up. On uh, the Facebook, they, they were... Well, that's their daytime, right? Also yeah, that's the, so that's what happened. So by the time I w- there was messages, they were sending private messages and this and that to the fan page. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is so weird. Uh, of Damn. all the things to go viral, the serious one. You know, all the comedy stuff, nobody gives a shit about. We do one serious piece on the fucking show. Everybody's like, these guys, these guys are journalists. Like, they were writing stuff like, top notch. I like the way you... I was like, Jesus Christ, man, we're not journalists. <laughs> that's your Greeks, though, right? That's yeah. your Greeks. That's your people. Mm. So you're responsible for them now, Pantelis. I'm not. I'm not responsible for anybody. <laughs> Don't follow me. I hate when people do that. They're like this guy knows. We'll listen to him. No, I know historically. I'm, I was. That's why I guess because I explained that I made some good analogies. 
that I can attest to. You know, I'll mm-hmm. stand by that. But I don't want to speak on behalf of somebody else. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, uh, I represent, like, this is what Canadians think or this is what Greeks think. I can't be that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that because not everybody thinks the same way. So yeah. that's, that's my and problem. you don't want to take responsibility for it either. You know? No, it's my yeah. scene, the problem I have with politicians. Yeah. I, I don't like the whole, I follow a party, I have to agree with everything they say. I don't agree with everything I even say. Like, I change my opinion, mm-hmm. you know? So how can I agree with everything that you say as a politician? If if I'm for abortion, you're against it, or I'm against abortion, you're for it. I have to change my view to conform to you because you're leading the party that I follow. Yeah. Like, that's politics. No, I should have my own opinions. That's fair. Is it? Yeah. Or am I asking too much? I got to just conform. No. Get sheepified. Uh, it's, I think it's, that's the easy way to go about it. Imagine how much effort. I think that it's just about effort. People don't want to put in effort. Yeah. Everyone can, not everyone can be a politician, but everyone can aspire to be a politician. But the amount of effort that goes in. Like, look at Donald Trump right now. I hate talking about Donald Trump, but he wasn't ready for the amount of work that he's supposed to be doing. He's not doing any of it. Yeah. He's just trying to get the army to get together to <laughs> throw him a parade. Is that what he's doing now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So that's what he's trying to get. He's, he's, he's an event planner now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at Trudeau. He's making up words. He's so PC. His brain's broken. Yeah. People kind. People kind. Yeah. What a doofus. It's so funny, though. You know, like in every company, maybe it's the same George Bush effect. It's like, my dad was so famous and did so much. You always have the boss's son. Yeah. The boss's son is always the worst guy at the company that you work for because the boss's son is so entitled and like... You know, and I love. I'm I'm a fan of Trudeau. I I'm not a say. fan anymore. I voted for him, but not. Yeah. I'm not a fan anymore now that I've given him time, and I've seen that it's just one dumb thing after another. And I don't. And it's not the presentation that's bothering me. Yeah. It's the actual the substance. So it's the whole the Bombardier mess. Mm-hmm. It's the whole uh, taking bribes from your friends, uh, and then saying what bribes are illegal. Well, I didn't know Those that. aren't bribes. Those are gifts. Yeah, it's just <laughs> little things like that. You're playing stupid, you know? Yeah. Uh, then telling the veteran last week, the veterans, he's like, why won't we get our pensions, this and that? He's like, oh, we, the, you guys are asking for too much. We don't have money for the veterans. And then turns around and says, we're spending millions to reintegrate ISIS fighters that are coming back to Canada. That's fucking insane. That's yeah. batshit crazy. That's yeah. batshit crazy. And then to just tell people basically i'm better than you you're disgusting uh i'm the be- the biggest feminist in the world you're all scumbags you know and this people kind is just another another example it's pretty funny though i i laughed but i was just shocked that a real leader said this to somebody made up a word on the spot he's like so pc he's like how do i fuck with this girl like tell her that she's she's wrong and she's a bigot uh we don't use mankind and then he's he's he said now that uh, it was a joke yeah he says it was a joke. It was, why are you guys taking out of context? It was a joke, right? You know how badly I feel like being really, sir? Huh. Well, then you might want to check in with Mike Ward because he too said a joke. Yeah. Uh, and I thought you said you can't make jokes of you know, certain things, right? It only yeah. works for you. You can only joke inappropriately. As a fucking prime minister, you dickhead. But everybody else, you send them to the Human Rights Tribunal. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he necessarily has much to do with that. No, but at the same time, um, he is one of the people, he's one of those people pushing, there's limits, there's language police, there's, uh, he, he's around with Bill C-61, mm-hmm. right, for uh, pronouns, naming the thing that Jordan Peterson was fighting about, mm-hmm. uh, that you, it's illegal to call somebody by the wrong pronoun. Uh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous territory. Yeah. That's very dangerous territory. So it's illegal to call somebody by a fake pronoun that they made up, but it's legal for you to make up words on the spot to put somebody else on the spot. To make them feel like they but, did something wrong. But it was a joke. 
Oh yeah, that's it. That's all it is. Yeah, man, that's yeah. all it was. You know, yeah. he didn't buy all those helicopters. Uh, he didn't sell all those helicopters to Duterte in the yeah. Philippines. <laughs> he did though. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a joke. It's a joke. It's dangerous, man. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't give a fuck, but he plays it off. He plays it off like he's like I'm the best feminist. But yeah, of course I got to take care of my Saudis. You know, yeah. they love women down there. They love them so much. <laughs> they make sure they can't get into any car accidents. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's not let them do anything. I don't know, man. I don't know about uh, where we're headed and what's going on. And we as a humanity, not as a country. It's strange because everybody keeps saying the pendulum's going to swing the other way. But I don't want that either. I don't want a hardcore right either. Yeah. I want us to be closer to the middle. It doesn't need... Why does it necessarily need to be one side or the other? That Well, we were leaning towards the middle. This is what happens. We were leaning towards the middle. We went through, I guess, a couple of years of right... You know, not obviously authoritarian, mm-hmm. but, you know, conservative values. We started getting pushed towards the center. I feel like we went through a couple of years where it was great, both if, for North American countries, at least. Um, where you could say what you want, but still people would look out for you and your well-being. You, you mm-hmm. know, you had... And then it just started to go so far left, like now, where, oh, you're using the wrong pronoun, you're a piece of shit. Uh, uh, oh, you don't want to have sex with me because I have a dick. That means you're a homophobe. Like weird things that are just so out of the realm of po- that. It's the tweets that I saw about uh, oh, if uh, what was it? Oh, if um, if straight men, the reason why they don't want to have sex with uh, transgender uh, males uh, oh, is because, because they're, they're homophobic. They're homophobic, and uh, what the fuck? Well, no, if they're heterosexual, they're not attracted to penises. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. It's not because they hate you. It's not because they're scared of you. It's, that's not what they're attracted to you. Then are you heterophobic for not wanting? To fuck a girl if you're into guys? I don't know. Like, I feel like people are too quick to just, their fingers are faster than their brains. Yeah. You know? So they're like tweeting all this shit. You have a bad date. That sounds like someone who had a bad date. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, you, you have what? a penis? Yes. I'm not into that. You fucking homophobe. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, scary. There's a fine line to draw between a homophobe and a heterosexual person that doesn't yeah. want to have sex with the same sex. Right? Yeah, when but nothing's fair. Nothing's fair. And everyone has a position and they want to defend that position regardless of logic or um people's opinion, other people's opinions. You the know? regardless of logic thing is very true. Yeah. They don't care if it makes sense. Same thing with the flat earth. Yeah. Flat Earth, man. I got a nice comment on the flat earth on my Instagram video. Because <laughs> I was making fun of NASA and um I made fun of flat Earth because I'm like, wait, just to, you know, because I'll make fun. I was like, well, just to be clear, the Earth is not flat. You know, just in case people would get that from the video. And then within minutes, I got a comment of, uh, the Earth is flat, flat Earth is real. I was like, I knew they were going to come out of the woodwork. Like, but do you think they all just have like a a better sense of humor than us? I th- in the beginning, that's what I thought. In the beginning, I thought that it was um, just a big joke, mm-hmm. and they were going to come out and be like, fuck you, like a big Andy Kaufman, kind of what what uh, David Acker was telling us. Remember in the car we were talking about it? Like, I thought it was going to be a big reveal. But now the more I look into it, like with Shaquille O'Neal and all these big names that really believe that the earth is flat, I'm like, no. I I see, because people talk about conspiracies, right? Mm -hmm. I see where they could distrust NASA. NASA has lied before. NASA will continue to lie. So I see where the distrust in that is. I see where the distrust is in the government. The government has lied. The government will continue to lie. However... Just because they lie a lot and they lie about a lot doesn't mean that everything they say, the opposite is true. Mm-hmm. You know, if they say it's cold outside, oh, it's fucking warm, guys, put your t-shirts on. 
you can't go to that level. You can't go to that extreme that everything that you just got to do your own research. Mm-hmm. So as far as the earth being flat, I mean, I'm not saying basic, but you could do a lot of research to figure out that it's not flat. You know, There's just so much you can't ignore the scientific evidence. That's things. well, me. They, that, what bothers me is they're like, uh, oh, this is just NASA propaganda that the earth is flat yeah. and that the earth is round. And I'm like, really? Well, because I'm Greek, uh, we've been saying it's round. They had measured its circumference thousands of years ago. I have there's statues with like Atlas holding the Earth. It's a globe. So th- to me, this is not NASA propaganda. This existed with my people for fucking thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So your argument for why you think it's fake isn't real. It's not a real thing. Your argument is not valid. Um, same thing with just the way things are. They, like why are we not falling off? Like as if gravity is not a real thing. Like just dumb things that they put in front of. I don't know. <laughs> it just bothers me. It's like really, man, just think about it a bit. Yeah, or just look at look in a book that was written by people <laughs> from thousands well, of years ago. Well, then the other thing is, you know, they, they, we did say a lot of things thousands of years ago that we now know is are false. Yeah. But for this one, for the Earth, like, w- are we the only flat planet? Like, is everything else uh, a globe? And why are we just flat? How are we fucking floating around? I don't get it. Because the people think they're too special. You know, yeah. like, no, we. How could we be the same as everyone else in the universe? We should be different. Well, we are special, and there's not really that many close to us that are as, as at least that we know of, mm-hmm. um, with like living beings. Yeah, exactly. Like I've seen the the moon landing stuff. The moon landing, I strongly believe there's some fucking sketchy shit there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The moon landing videos. I'm not saying we never went to the moon, but I do think that we may have not gone when they say we did, especially. Uh, because like of the whole the, the space race. And yeah, and yeah, the whole yeah. space race with the, the Soviets, they just had to pretend. Because a lot, now that I watch the videos now, I could see why back in the day they would fall for it. But now I'm like, holy fuck, none of this shit makes sense, right? There's a lot of little questions I have. Um, on the photos, too, you could see that they're doctored. It's like, why would they doctor a photo mm-hmm. if it was real? Also, who's taking well, what I used to joke about was um, the video when uh, I guess they're leaving, and, and I'm like, who, that poor cameraman that had to stay on there just to get that shot. You know, like little things that b- bug me about the whole um, the whole shoot, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, so I do believe that there's a lot that could have been faked, but just in the interest of uh, of um, making, you know, being first in the space race and that whole thing with the Russians, not in the interest to deceive the people just for the sake of deceiving them, you know? Mm-hmm. There was an end. I'm not saying it's right, but it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't mean that the Earth is flat, but they should at least come out. If they had fake shit like that, they should at least be like, look, yeah, we keep saying, no, 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 it's not true. Yeah, we fucking faked this. Yeah, just be like Volkswagen, you know? They're like, yeah, we've been lying to you about diesel. You remember that shit? Yeah. My bad. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) And then you move on instead of just... But that's it. A lot of the states, like, the aggression comes from, like, just defending their positions, I feel like. You know, they're like, this is how it is, and... I don't care what you have to say. I don't care. Fuck your pictures of these round planets. And no, it's flat. It's flat. There's a <laughs> there's a turtle. We're on a turtle's back. Yeah, that'd be great. Giant fucking tortoise. Where's the water go? Yeah, where does it go? It evaporates. No, they said that there's a ice wall all around the Earth. Who who's uh, saying these things? The flat Earth Society. So it's like one voice for the Flat Earth Society. I don't know. They all say the same thing, I guess. Well, I didn't look too deep. I can't lie and be like, I know everything. Yeah. I don't know all there is to know about the Flat Earth. But what I do know is completely ludicrous. It's entertaining. I it guess. is. That's the thing. That's why I looked into it. It was entertaining. And uh, then I was like, fuck, this is 
pretty retarded also. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this is pretty stupid. I think we're just naturally intrigued by stupidity. Maybe that. I'm very. Yeah, I don't know if intrigued is the word for it. I'm intrigued by conspiracies. Yeah. I like the idea of being able to look into something deep and then find parallels and then find holes. And then I love that, right? But at the same time, I'm trying to be as critical as possible. And I don't want to get sucked into something that's insane, you know? So looking into this, at first I was excited. I was like, it's probably not real, but let me see. And I was like, oh, this is completely stupid. This is just simple scientific facts that they're just avoiding talking about, you know? And I was like, ah, I don't like these fucking people. Like, they're purposely deceiving themselves. Who lies to themselves, you know? Like, it's just a weird fucking thing to be in. But at the same time, they're, uh, they're grouping them in with every conspiracy theorist out there and every type of conspiracy. So they're trying to say that because flat earth society exists and they're crazy, that the government can do no wrong. They've never committed false flag operations, which they have. They've done it in Canada. They've done it in the States a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've never lied to their people. All this shit, that's not true. You can't put them all in the same basket. Yeah, yeah the flat earth is, is a fake thing. It's not real. doesn't mean the government hasn't been fucking around. That doesn't mean that what happened on 9-11 was suspicious. 9-11 yeah. is super suspicious, right? But they're grouping it all into the same thing. Now they say, oh, you you believe in uh, conspiracies or you're a flat earther, stuff like that. They try to group into the like craziest everything thing. everything is nothing, everything or nothing. Which no is a smart between. tactic to use if you're trying to discredit people in front of people who are also very easily uh, swayed, influenced. Yeah, swayed, yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's all the like religious people who are like, ah, I'll, I need something to believe in. You yeah. Know? People just want to believe in something. Maybe, you know, being part of a flat earth society inviting it's a community yeah it's a community of other crazy like-minded people people. yeah exactly it's a little scary actually their meal of choice is guaranteed pizza (laughs) guaranteed the crust feeds a lot of people the crust is is raised just a bit you know so that the sauce doesn't get out and then they're like look at this this is the holiest of holies (laughs) I'm sure they're upset when they have pancakes and it like Drips on the side. Drips off the side. Like it's not supposed to work. We raise up around the edges. Raise up. It's just. It's very silly. It is silly. That that's how we see it. It's silly. But I don't want us to forget about all the good conspiracies that are out there, man. Like I want to know about the Pope's assassins. I want to know about that shit. That's cool. I've looked into that a bit. Does does the Pope have assassins? Yeah, the Pope has assassins. Um, Well, had assassins. I can't. You know, maybe the Pope now said. Go home, people. But apparently, from what I had delved into, the Pope's assassins are really fucked up because a lot of them weren't just paid assassins like you would find, like mobsters. It wasn't like mm-hmm. that. It was actual religious, like, uh, uh, warrior monks. Oh, yeah. So, like, they were fucked in the head. Like, they were, like, they believed everything that they were doing was not for money. It was, like, for the grace of God. So, if, you know, somebody was talking shit, like, uh, I'm going to expose how many kids got fucked by this priest or whatever, and it was really damaging, and then they just go missing or these guys would get axed it was these fucking warrior monks no man you get people believing in something and oh they're willing to go well same thing with ISIS rails, same man. thing with fucking terrorism right you, yeah. somebody believes deeply into something they're gonna go hardcore yeah yeah no it was nuts uh, so that was cool I like looking into 9-11 conspiracy I think the first conspiracy I ever looked into that I ever got like mesmerized by was 9-11 yeah me too cause it was so um, such, such a thing that the whole world like lived it yeah. at the same time and we grew up in it. We it was yeah. that changing moment where we were kids, and then that fucked everything up. Now I, I was uh, I took a photo on the top of uh, the twin towers in August. Oh shit! Yeah, beginning of August. One month before. Yeah, me and my friends went down, stayed in a really shitty place in the in the Bronx. Oh wow! And uh, I was like, yeah, New York. Nah, I wasn't even allowed to drink yet. Oh my god! Yeah, so I was in that weird. How old stage. were you at that time? I was like eighteen. 
Oh yeah, you're older than me. Yeah, I'm I'm an old guy. Fucking Asians, you don't age. Yeah, we don't. My my dad, he accidentally look, he colored his hair. My dad's like 72, and uh, he looks fucking 40 now. He colored his hair by accident. He bought the like just for men with like the black guy with the big beard on it. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he accidentally like jet black hair. Oh, he wanted to just lighten it up a bit. No, he wanted to like make it like brownish. You and know? he went full black. Full black, and but then he looked so he looked like forty <laughs> years old again. <laughs> so it was so funny, you know. So we were like, "Who's this young man?" My dad's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I did." Let's go out tonight, guys. <laughs> I want to yeah, try on this new hair. Yeah, we went out to a club. But it was, it was a turning point, though, the nine eleven. And in the beginning, obviously, I was sad. I didn't think there was any conspiracy. I didn't know about a lot of the shit the government was doing. And then as I got older, a couple of years later, I started looking at some suspicious things. Like, I had never heard about Building 7 until yeah. years later. And then that kind of confused me. I was like, wait, why was this not mentioned? This is a pretty big deal. Um, so I looked into that, and I was like, fuck, that is super suspicious, you know? Yeah. Then I started looking at, uh, just using my head, like, for example, the passports, remember? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, every, every jet fuel, they were saying, burnt the building down. It burned so hot that it burned through and it went down. But... The passports of the terrorists were found a couple of blocks away. I was yeah. like, How did, and they were intact, like, perfectly. I was like, wait, what? You know? And the then, vi- footage of it looking like explosions, like mini explosions. Yeah, mini explosions. And then uh, I was like, what the? F- this is so suspicious. Then the people that were, um, that they said were dead, uh, like terrorists that were dead, that some of them were actually living, like the people they showed the photo and the names were living in other countries, like Jordan or whatever, but they were like regular people. And I'm like, yeah, one day we just saw... Uh, a photo of like my cousin. Yeah, and we're all like, what the fuck is... And then they're like, oh, Americans are just making this shit up. And I was like, what the hell? That's so weird. This this guy can't even travel to the States anymore. Yeah, and he like, came out of... Didn't he... Didn't they say he came out of Canada? Like There was one the guy point? out of Canada, I remember. Yeah. There was just some. There was so many smoking guns. Then the fact that NORAD was being told at the time to stand down. Do you remember? Like, oh, it's just they were doing a drill that day of planes getting hijacked and going into the World Trade Center. The same day they were doing the same drill as what was happening in real life. Little things that when you're apparently they tell you when you're a detective, remember that there are no coincidences. They tell you. So if there's something, you you have to look into it. You can't just yeah. go, oh, it's a coincidence. And this one had fucking 10 15 huge coincidental things yeah. that are going on at the same time right and i was like what in the dick is going on here it's very suspicious same thing i think a week before um uh a week before they had went in there to do something there was so much suspicion they took a out a second uh they tried to take out a second insurance plan on it for uh acts of terrorism <laughs> and then when uh, silverstein the guy who owned the building um, he tried to collect money twice because he said it was two planes. It should count as two attacks. And they only gave him one, I think. But it was just a lot of weird... I remember looking... At, I don't remember all the details now because I, I was big into it years ago. But I remember so much. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, you cannot trust anybody. There's fuckery afoot here. There was, there was, There's so much information, too, you know, like a- after the fact. The yeah. only thing that really seemed genuine to me now that I think about it is like George Bush's reaction. When he was crying? Yeah. Same. I-, I honestly believe that uh, Dick Cheney knew about this shit. He was behind a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but he was in charge and he didn't tell Bush shit. I think Bush yeah. really believed that he was right. Yeah. I think Bush believed that going into Iraq, they-, they were responsible. They had weapons of mass destruction. I believe that he believed it. Yeah. Now, look, at the time I didn't. At the time I thought he was the, the fucking mastermind behind it. Now no, that I... He's a puppet. He's a puppet. He yeah, doesn't... Yeah. He yeah. was just there like, hey, guys, you know? 
So I, because uh, he felt it. You could see his, his struggle. Remember the, the video of him being at that school with the kids? Yeah. That, when they told it. him? Yeah. And he was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, he didn't he know how to react? Like, that's, I felt like that was 100% genuine. That was 100% genuine. And yeah. that's not the reaction of uh, um, like somebody who just kind of plotted like a criminal. Like a, That's not he, the reaction he's not, of a liar. He's not that, he's not that bright to do of that. a guy. Yeah. You know, like that's some committed acting right yeah. there. And I don't think that he's smart enough to do that. And then another thing was the 9-11 commission when people were asking, you guys got to ask the proper questions so they built a whole commission. And mm-hmm. what kind of country would do that? Oh, we have to make a commission that's impartial. What kind of country w- would assume that there is a chance the government was in on it and would have to put those measures in? And then they did things like uh, Cheney had to speak only with Bush there. They had to do it in as a pair so Bush doesn't say anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to do it behind closed doors and they're not under oath. Uh, that's well, very that's sketchy. Very sketchy. Why would you not why be would, under oath? Why would and you, it's a terrorist attack on your country? What would? You, why would you not have to be under oath? Like what? Let, let's you, talk off the record. All right. At, I, the, I, at the most, this is like the most critical point, <laughs> and you're gonna not take it, take it seriously. That's really fucked up. Right? Yeah. Like why would I not be under oath? It's just so many suspicious things happened that uh, it opened my mind, my mind to not uh, trust the government. Yeah. You know, at that point, uh, not hardcore. You know what I mean. That's the other thing. I guess if you go hardcore, then you believe every conspiracy. Well, you you I'm, do. I'm your, sure what you I know. did is yeah. it opened my eyes to do my research. So I would always research a lot of shit. And there, I'm convinced that there was a fucking something was going on. You yeah. know, I'm convinced. Also, they don't want to mention Building Seven. That actually did come down hours later. It came down. Uh, they said that it was because of the, the no plane hit it, but it came down the same way. They said it was because of debris. None of it made sense. It came out the same way. It came down the exact same way. And they said it came, that the other two came down, it looked like a demolition, a controlled demolition. This one came down demolition style. No plane hit it. So what's your explanation? Why didn't this one just crack a bit or what? It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. And in an interview, this is what's fucked up too. And um, it, I think it was on fire. I don't remember who the fuck. But they interviewed um, a short time after that guy that owns the buildings, Larry Silverstein or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he talked about Building 7. He said one thing that was suspicious. He said, we made the decision to uh, take it down or something. But to pull it. We made a decision to pull it, I think, or something like that. So, wait, who made what decision? I thought you said that it fell because of the because um, of the debris or the fire. And Why did you say that you guys made the decision to demolish it? And then that makes everything else suspicious because it fell the same way the other two fucking fell, which looked like a controlled demolition. So, there's smoking guns everywhere, but they don't give a fuck. Who's going to stop them? Yeah. Because then you have all kinds of idiots who go, no, you're crazy. There's a smoking gun in front of you. All I'm asking is to look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with, uh, remember when they took out all the all the footage around the Pentagon when it got hit? Yeah. Why would you hide? Who are you hiding this footage from? It's so convenient. It's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. We, they went into every gas station, this and that all around. Any Anybody that had footage from outside parking lot, only the the one video that you can't see well, that's something yeah. is the only one that was allowed to be shown to the public. But why? who are you protecting? Why would you hide that footage? Why wouldn't it be public? It's just so suspicious. But yeah. all of it's suspicious, man. All of it's suspicious. That's why you just don't. That, and it don't hit the one. Anyone. It hit the 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 plane or the rocket, whatever the fuck hit the Pentagon. Hit the one place where they had those uh, trillions of dollars. Remember that went missing? Yeah. Oh, now it's gone. We can't account for trillions of dollars. Do you mean so fucking suspicious? Yeah. So suspicious. All of it is so fucked up. All of it is so fucked up. They took out a lot of people too. Yeah. If it yeah they 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 offed a lot of people. If this was a movie. 
you would know. Like you're watching, like, oh man, what's going on? Some suspect. But it, it happens in real life, and you're like, oh, it's just a coincidence. But the whole time in the movie, you're like, oh, that George W. Bush. Yeah. And then the reveal <laughs> yeah. is that fucking Cheney was masterminding yeah. this. George Bush's father definitely had a hand in this. Senior yeah. had a hand. Yeah. Senior had a hand. Senior, you know what I'm suspicious of? I heard that Senior was working in the CIA during the time that Kennedy got assassinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some very... You're all conspiracies. You go deep into, like, I Reddit. Go <laughs> no, not Reddit. What I do, I just, like, uh, Sam, they bring somebody up, and I'm interested in that person, right? Yeah. So then I started Googling that person. I look into that person, see what they're doing. And then where, and then uh, I was looking into the Kennedy assassination because that was super suspect, right? Yeah. And I was like, why the fuck would the CIA want to kill the president? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and actually, I wrote this. I did something for history years ago when I was in Concordia. I wrote a... I wrote a nice little essay. I got a B plus on it. So it was pretty good. Congrats, man. And I wouldn't have passed if I wrote bullshit. By the way, people are saying these are conspiracies. Uh, if I wrote one thing that wasn't fact-checked, you fail. It's a history class. Mm-hmm. I got a B plus. And the only reason I got a lower score was because I didn't write it um, informative. She said, like a history. You wrote it like a movie. She goes, it was very entertaining, but you didn't use the proper format. That's the only reason why I got a B plus. I would have got a higher fucking grade. Uh, and I talked about how Kennedy was trying to get rid of the, the big banks, the central bank, that because mm-hmm. uh, these are foreign banks that were controlling their currency. So he's like, you know what? Let's just have our own standard. We had uh, something happen with the gold. So he's like, we're going to move to a silver standard. And we're going to be in charge of a currency. We're going to be back uh, independent. And then he put an executive order in. The executive order existed. And it fell through because he got assassinated. Now, if you're telling me that's not fucking suspicious, okay, mm-hmm. S- because uh, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln was also assassinated, and Abraham Lincoln was assassinated for, again, he was another person that was going against um, foreign banks that were trying to come into the States and take over, mm-hmm. right? So the two presidents that got assassinated, uh, the two famous ones that got assassinated, both went against uh, this the international banking yeah. cartel. That's not a coincidence, it's very fucking suspicious. It's very fucking suspicious, you know. And yeah, so I've been, I've been, uh, yeah. You, you, <laughs> what do you think? I, I I picture you like sitting alone in a dark room, hugging your legs and rocking back and forth. No, it's not. It's it's literally. It's more. It's more like this. It's more like like I'm listening to something. I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> well, you motherfuckers. Like I'm doing something else, playing video games. <laughs> Um, fact checking just fact checking because I, I just found it suspicious at the time I found it suspicious that uh, their deaths both I had more now I'm forgetting because it's late it's been a long day too I'm tired yeah, but I used to remember it pretty vividly because I had just studied it and I had wrote the essay and there was a lot of fucking suspicious things happening man a lot of suspicious things and it all centered around I remember uh, international banks Inter- the, the international uh, bank was the biggest uh, problem. And also, same thing now. I think there's like only three countries in the world that don't take part in that. Every country in the world, I think, uh, somehow is connected to these fucking, uh, the Rothschild-owned uh, banks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So they're the ones running all of this. Yeah, I don't know to what uh, extent they're running it socially. They're definitely running it economically. That's obvious. Like some um, Illuminati shit. Yeah, well, I, like, again, I don't know about m- meeting up and deciding mankind's future, but in terms of being connected and, and money-wise, only, obviously, that's who owns those banks. Those mm-hmm. banks owe each other money. Like, who? that's the thing. Everybody owes each other money, right? But it all goes back to them. Maybe you should take that and t- turn it into a script. 
It would, but has <laughs> your Concordia been, essay. Uh, it was called "The Men Behind the Man." Uh, I had really gone over the top theatrically though, because on the on the top of the you know, normally it's just white, you put the title. I had put a stamp of the Federal Reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. I went over because I was so interested. I got into it. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna make this good," and I wrote it very um, uh, theatrically. Like I would leave little cliffhangers, and then you would, you know, I wrote it so you could be interested in reading it. And uh, she said, "Fuck." She goes, "I enjoyed reading it more because of this, but I have to deduct points because it wasn't written in the format I was supposed to." But I still got a B plus, and I used that as an example. I go, "Yo, she had to fact check everything because I wrote." She's like, "You wrote some crazy shit, right?" So the fact that I didn't fail, and she's like, "Well, like if you look into it, he's right." Like you know, because some people are like, "Oh, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, J- JFK wasn't trying to you know uh, put the silver standard this and that." And then when they go look and they find the executive order, like, "Oh." Well, that doesn't mean that the CIA would kill him. Why would somebody kill him if he's going against the central bank? Then they go, well, the other president also got killed for going against central bank. Oh. And, you know, you kept going into that, that little yeah. rabbit hole. Uh, all I'm saying is suspicious. I don't have any proof of any of this. Right? I don't have any proof that they killed him. But I personally do believe that the CIA had their hand in this. Yo, why not, man? Yeah. Your conviction, I think you'll do it. Oh, make the movie about this? No, I'm too busy doing comedic stuff. I leave this to somebody else, somebody who has the, uh, the audacity Cause this is now that's a big project to take on. It's a dangerous project too. Yeah, you might, you might get killed. You might get killed. You 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 uh, turn over the wrong fucking stone. You could definitely get killed. That's what you get for writing essays in university, man. It's dangerous business. It's a dangerous business. I I wrote in. uh, I took this class called respecting diversity. What? Yeah, that's what the that's what the class was called, and I wrote an a persuasive essay. On the power of the vagina. That's what you wrote? Yeah. I mean, I, please keep going. It was uh, about how women are stronger than men. And, and I don't... Like physically stronger? No, no, no. Just like in, in general, like how... Well, it just... How it takes more to be a woman than it takes to be a man. It does take more to be a woman. I think I only wrote it because I was trying to get laid at the time. I think that probably... But you know what? It does take a... a, It is a bit more more difficult for women than it is for men. That is true. That's what I was saying. I was like, it takes so much more to be a woman, and that's why they're stronger than men. I I can't have a baby. I wouldn't... I don't don't envy women at all. I feel like we won. We won. We did win that. We won life. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk again in like 10 or 15 years. Well, it depends too. If it, like, it comes and goes, right? Because, yeah, we did win life. Like, it's, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about having your period. You don't have to worry about putting makeup on and, oh, do I have a blemish here? What are they going to think? How's my mm-hmm. ass? You don't think about anything. You throw on some fucking clothes, you leave the goddamn house. I just right? have to, I'm, I'm just like, how am I going to let and make sure everyone know I'm a man <laughs> all the time? You know, it's just punching strangers in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, feats of strength in public. You know? <laughs> I have this. But I, I don't like the whole uh, um, women are better, men are better. I don't like any of that. So yeah, me neither. Everybody, they, everybody brings something different to the table. And everyone's always competing all the time. And you don't it's have ex- to be. It's exhausting. Yeah, you don't have to be. Yeah. I like women. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I don't believe that uh, they're intellectually superior, uh, but they're also not intellectually inferior. Yeah. I think the science that's been done is proving the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same yeah. intellectually, right? People get mad if you say that men are physically stronger than women, but that's just science. That's just nat- yeah. we are. That is know? nature. It's just nature. It's not. We're not saying it as a bad thing, you know. Uh, but apparently, women have. Um, they're more. Uh, what is, I think they're more orderly. Not all of them, obviously, but uh, statistically, uh, it's like more organized. More organized. More. Uh, maybe their brains work better, but they do mature faster. Yeah, that's yeah, true too. They do. 
Yeah. They do. There's always those. That's why I feel. Uh, how old? How old is your girlfriend? She's 26. Yeah, me and my my girlfriend same age. Yeah. So, I feel like she's definitely more mature than I am. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mine definitely more mature than I was at 26. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred. I was an idiot. I was yeah. an idiot at that point. Yeah, they're at, that's funny. Women uh, after certain age, they're actual adults, yeah. and we're still. We're still like. <sighs> I think it's because of what I, what we were talking about. I was talking with some other people last week. I think it's because of the fact that there's no societal pressure for men to grow up right now. Whereas women, you kind of have to like you don't have a, a biological clock. Yeah. Um, you could do comedy. You could, you know what I mean. You could just be goofy yeah. and still get by. Um, it's a lot harder for a goofy woman to just go through life as a child. First of all, she needs to make up a decision. Is she gonna have a career? Is she gonna have a family? She has a timetable. After 35, yeah, it's not her choice anymore. You, you can fucking be a kid yeah. until you're 40, 50. You're like, ah, oh, let's have a baby now. Well, look at, uh, what's his name from the Rolling Stones? He's having like, he's still having kids. But that's what I'm saying because he's a guy. Yeah. He doesn't have to, th- he doesn't have those worries. So I think that's another thing that helps that they have to mature fast because like, wait, wait, so what the fuck's happening here? Yeah. You know, I'm going to. It's like a biological. Yeah, I'm on a timetable here. Let's go. Let me shape yeah. up. And that must be, I wonder how it is because you never. If people that are the same age date each other, like when I was younger, I guess we're both idiots, and you you would mostly date the same age as you. Yeah. I think it's better if a guy dates like two years, three years younger, something like that. Something like that. Well, I, I mean, it all depends, I'm, too. I have, I have a cousin who's married to a woman who's like 24 years older than him. Wait, what? She's 24 years older than him? Yeah. Yeah, something oh. like that. Yeah, he married her when he was like in his 20s, and she was almost 50. Nice girl? I've never met them. Uh, I have a giant family, and oh, yeah, uh, my true. mom told me about it. So, like, I don't know if by chance he's listening. Like, nice meeting you. <laughs> but he married her, and they've been together for like fifteen years. So now she must be in like her sixties, and he's in his forties. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. But at that point, like, women do have a longer lifespan than men as well. Yeah. No. That's true. Yeah. Odds are one of you is going to die and leave the other one lonely. But in their case, who knows? Well, it, she's, <laughs> I don't know if she's going to outlive him, though. That's a big age gap. Yeah. Like, what's the average? It's maybe five years, seven difference. I imagine. Not fucking 15. I imagine 10 might be a little bit over the difference. I figure it's probably around like six to eight. When somebody dies, yeah, that the other yeah. one goes within six to eight years, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. sad, though, right? Because especially if you go, if you go second... So you just lost your, you know, the love of your life. You know, you've been living together forever. If if you still care about each other, you never, you might hate each other. But and then you gotta be basically alone. You're without them. Somebody that you were so used to, which is part of your your day every day. Yeah. And then you just don't have them. It's just you. I think that that also adds to the second person dying faster because yeah. it just slowly kills them inside. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that, that's what happened to my grand. My, my grandparents were together from when they were like seventeen and fifteen, and. They had 17 kids. Holy shit. And then my grandmother, I think she passed away when she's like 89. But then my grandfather was around for two more years after. But he was like miserable. And my grandfather was a rock. He like, he never took any um, like Tylenol or anything his whole life. He only took antibiotics when he was like 92. Holy for the shit. first time, he got, like, uh, eye surgery, and that was the first time he ever took anything his whole life. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was, like, a beast of a man. And he just felt terrible without Running him. a farm. Yeah, 
And, you know, I think his time was just like, okay, it's time. So it's kind of like peaceful for him. So it's kind of like nice. Because he, he's like, I have nothing else to live for. This was it. We built everything. Yeah. And my partner's gone. Yeah. And till the end, he was like very sharp, you know, slightly racist, but that's... It's to be expected. Yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah. I mean, I have no excuse. <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> you're like, I have the racism of a 92-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sudden, I self-identify as 92. I, uh, it's funny because... That's fair. You get your citizenship, your senior citizen discounts. I love it when I... Um, I mean, people like to take jokes out of context. Mm-hmm. I joke about certain things. Like, oh, that's obviously a joke, right? And then, like, the race thing. Whenever I say stuff like that, they're like, oh, my God. You're openly racist. You're like, no, that was a, that was a fucking joke. You're like, I also talked about being an astronaut. Yeah. You didn't question me on that. You know what I mean? You didn't say like, oh yeah, you're a fucking astronaut. You're like, oh, he's clearly kidding. But the race thing, or you know, something else, like, oh, right away, he's a. <laughs> now, are, does that mean you're uh, you're agreeing with Trudeau's logic at this point? <laughs> that it's just a joke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a comedian. He is not. Um, That's fair. Yeah, he's he's got another job. No, the true thing, I don't feel like he said it as a joke. That's that's the other thing. No, he I didn't. F- I feel like he thought they're going to love this. And then when he realized, oh, shit, women are not this stupid. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I misjudged them. So people just put their foot in their mouth. Yeah. Remember um, when uh, Trevor Noah got, uh, um, he got The Daily Show? Yeah. So when he got The Daily Show, Russell Peters was like, fuck that guy. He's like a, a joke thief. Says the joke thief. He says that about, but he says that about Trevor Noah. Hmm. And then um, when they confronted him about it, he's like, oh, you guys believed me. Yeah, I remember. I remember that video. Yeah. And I was so weirded out. I was like, wait, what's he saying right now? Yeah. That's why. I don't believe anybody. Yeah. And he's like, I, I was just, it wasn't real. I was, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, came, I was just joking around with you guys. What are you talking he's about? He's a real piece of shit, that Russell Peters. I've heard some stories. Yeah. I've heard some as well. Yeah. Like the joke, e- the joke thievery is the least of the, of the, the fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you heard what I heard, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. it's not mine to dog eat dog world. Yeah, it's definitely not mine to bring out publicly, so I won't. But uh, no, it's you know what's fucked up is that that story is changed my mind about him like big time, like uh, more so than the joke thievery. Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing that one day, one day you know it's gonna come out. It's gonna be in somebody's book or something. It's gonna come out. And people are going to be like, holy fuck, I can't believe I paid money to go see this cocksucker show. Mm-hmm. You know? Arguably, you know, one of the, arguably the biggest comic in the world for like a good 10 years. Yeah. You know, early 2000s to like, maybe, there, then again, there's Indian Detective that's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think uh, it's good? <laughs> I don't know. It's a great title. I just saw the title and I was like, that's the laziest title I've ever heard. I don't know if it's a good, if it's a good show. I want to see Woman Doctor. It's a new show coming out. <laughs> just Doctor, lazy titles. Doctor Quinn. Yeah, who's who's the lead? It's a woman. A woman Doctor. That's it. What does she do? <laughs> oh shit! We covered all of our bases. <laughs> oh man. You know everything in the title. I don't know uh, how lazy fucking everybody's getting. Yeah. Well, that's it. But there's still some good. There's still some good entertainment out there. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I still get entertained. You said you're watching Peaky Blinders. Yeah, the Brits are very good at that. Yeah. The Brits are good. The yeah. Brits have good humor and they have good like some good dramas. And people commit to their shows. Yep. And they don't put the show on for like 20 years. That's another <laughs> thing. That's what I love about the Japanese too is that 
everything has its its run, right? It has its cycle. Yeah. You run so its course. The arc is these three main plot points. We got to fucking get rid of them. And then this arc is over. It overlaps here yeah. and it's done. The entire series is based on these two arcs. That's it. Then in America, they're like, let's make a TV show. Oh, shit. It's really su- It's very successful. Let's sell Lunchbox. Let's do this. Let's make a yeah. show about the Lunchbox we sold about that show. Yeah. Yes, come on. Let's do like The Office had like 12 seasons or 10 seasons or whatever and probably should have been wrapped up in like, yeah, like two uh, or three seasons. First of all, it was a very dangerous office to be working in. Yeah. And most of those people still stay at that job after 12. Like nobody has career aspirations like to move up. <laughs> They're all working in that fucking office. Yeah. Where does that happen in real life, a real office? 12 years later, you're probably going to find everybody being different people. Yeah. You're not going to find the same fucking people there. Well, it depends, too. Like, you know, if you're in a metropolitan area, people will shift from office to office. Yeah. But if you're, like, the one place that exists in a town, you know, Chalk River, Ontario, man. Oh, my God. One office. I don't think they had an office there. <laughs> no, they don't. Their office is a farm. I, I would like <laughs> to know how to farm. I wish I was able to do that. That's a good to skill farm? to have. Yeah. yeah. We, that's the thing. We don't have these, like, regular skills. I, I would be... My parents grew up on a farm. Mine, too, yeah. But I would never want to, like kill an animal just i i would have you'd have to do it but if you ask me now it, the choice between buying it at the store or killing it i'd be like i'll definitely pay money so, <laughs> to for somebody that. else to kill it yeah i get what you're saying no no i i'm just i'm just of the opinion that i think we should know at least what to do yeah in case so you're like a of zombie apocalypse happened no i was thinking more of um like a natural disaster, not something stupid like that. Like, just uh, we have a couple of fucked up winters or summers, or there's a couple of droughts here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, resources are a bit more scarce, right? So you got to move out of the city. And then if you move out of the city, oh well, what do you do if you don't know how to utilize the stuff that's around you? What's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't know how to uh, milk a fucking cow, well, even if I have ten of them, mm-hmm. if I don't fucking know how to milk them. If I don't know how to make cheese, first of all, how the fuck do you make cheese? Bacteria. Okay, then I have an even crazier milk. question. <laughs> well, you, you, people who milk cows, right? Okay, so you already have the first question of who the fuck thought of sucking on a cow's titties. Okay, that's one. Whatever, somebody did. It's like delicious. Let me. But how many other animals did they suck their titties before getting to the cow? And they're like, hmm. He's just sucking everybody's dick in the village. And like, what are you doing? I'm just testing. I'm going to go on the animals next. Don't <laughs> I'm worry. Just, I'm, I'm the milk expert. Yeah. Let me see man milk. The original so, milk man. Then how the fuck did they discover cheese? Because that's a big process. How did they go through the whole process? How did they know to go through the whole process without stopping it in the middle and then never going to... You know what I mean? Odds are it happened by accident. Same thing yeah. happened with bread. I think I forget what they were trying to make, but then they left it in the corner of the room and then it rised. And then they're like, oh shit. Then how the fuck come did everybody start? They didn't have internet back then. One person's broken telephone, man. You tell your two friends. It wasn't the four friends. But bread exists for way before. Bread exists when there was like fucking no towns. Do you know what I mean? So how the fuck did everybody find out? I have a lot of these fucking questions, man. Like, I want to know. You have too many questions. That's why they're going to kill me. Not enough time. (laughs) That's why they're going to kill me. Too many questions, not enough time is the name of this new (laughs) podcast I'm starting. (laughs) That would be a great fucking podcast name. Who's this guy? And I just asked the same questions I think everybody is wondering. Uh, but I think this was a good podcast. It was very... Normally, we're more active. 
Yeah. But we're both so tired. <laughs> I think both of us are Such tired. a long fucking day that it's just we're subdued, but it was fun. Yeah. It's good times. Where where are you next? What are you doing next? Next I am doing a gig, I think, in a curling club. <laughs> are we together? When is that? The sixteenth? Of March? February? February Really? March too I'm doing something. Let me see. Something along the lines of that. Of the same type of thing? Yeah. I think it's like uh, doing a bunch of like curling clubs and winter festivals. I think that's what's happening right now. That's this time of the year around here. Curling club and winter festivals. I don't yeah. like what outside you can do the shit. No, no, no. Well, we did the the uh, other festival, um, the Hudson one. Oh, we did that. I was there. Yeah. So it's all these different like. So I am on. <laughs> God damn it! March third. Third? No. March Because okay, I think it's the same guy that's in the curling club with you. So that's why I thought we were on the same thing. But no, I'm on the third with him. No. Maybe it's another curling club. Curling, that is curling clubs need to be entertained, too. Where Where are they going to find you? Where are they going to go, uh, Paul Bluiet? I don't know. You can go to uh, paulbcomedy.com. It's all in the description if you look. I've already yeah. put it. That's how I am. I am the future. You are. Paul B. Comedy. Uh, on organized. Instagram. Uh, I, I very much like your um my, your dog, dog videos, dog cartoons and yeah. videos. Yeah, I'm I'm an obsessed. You're an obsessed dog person. Yeah, well. I love my dog. Yeah, how's your little dog doing? So I can't wait to get home and just fucking rubber belly. <laughs> Isn't it so? You know, you worry about so many things, and then you get home and you're like, ah, oh. everything's fine. The dog's good. Yeah. I'm good. You're you start petting the dog, you forget all these conspiracy theories yeah. that are shitting on your brain. All yeah, day. yeah, forget about them. I just <laughs> kiss the dog. Go, play with the dog and then I'm like oh fuck everyone else I have the dog yeah yeah. conspire really to take matters. over the world I don't care as long as I get my dog <laughs> yeah I'll be okay I'll chill out in a bunker yeah <laughs> with a dog with a dog yeah everything will be okay but Paul Baluyat thank you for coming on the show thank you for having me Pantelis planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.